0: Welcome everybody you'll reach the biggest We're on Thursday throwback Thursday on the Hayes Hustle podcast with the trap trainer coach Hayes very excited about getting today started throwback Thursday memory lane time to stroll baby time to stroll memory lane going back in the day again day on Thursday baby give you some entertainment paint a little picture coach Hayes the history Behind the man, behind the coach, behind the father, behind the legend. Calling myself a legend now. Somebody got to believe it. Somebody got to believe it now. So I'm going to go on and talk about it now. The legend right now. Throwback Thursday, man. I hope you're on. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Almost done. Almost to the finish line. We talk about Monday being the starting line and your finish line whether it's friday if you're lucky you got a money through thursday that's my ultimate goal my ultimate goal is to work money through thursday have a three-day weekend every weekend i love working but i love family time so good, good love balance good love balance whatever your finish line is four days five days six days some people work seven days a week wherever you are in your process i hope you are powering through I hope you have listened to the podcast. I hope it is, you know, is something that jot your mind. Whether you whether you like it or love it, whether you disagree or don't agree. I hope it gives you some time to kind of ponder a different point of view, see life from my eyes. And of course, my things are colored by my experiences. I don't claim to know everything. Just from just from a black man as I've been through a whole hell of a lot, a black father. A black entrepreneur. I. I why you got to be black? Because I think our experience is a little bit different. I've talked to a lot of my white brethren out there. A lot of different cast. It seems like our experience is unique uh, to other races. So in that, in that case, and I know mine specifically is unique to everybody else's. I, I, There's only one me. So I'm out here just letting you know who I am. Why you should even listen to a podcast by me? Why you should listen to the Weight Loss Wednesdays on Wednesday because I've lost 200 pounds and I've helped countless people lose weight and 500 kids get to college and I've learned a couple things. Or why you should listen to Real Talk, you know, uh, Real Talk Tuesday because, you know, I've sent like, again, I've sent all these kids to college and been successful at that and know a lot about recruiting, a lot about college coaching and high school coaching and, and, and a lot about athletes and, and what they need to do and what they're not doing. Fatherhood Friday, why did you listen to that? Just because I'm a I'm a father of four and and really I feel like I'm a father to thousands because of all the you know, because of the field I'm in. I'm sure teachers feel the same way. But I'm in the private coaching business, the private training business and people choose to come to me. People choose to come pay me. Yeah, I'm not not just part of a system that you just roll through. It's, it's, I feel like, you know, this gift I have, God sends to certain kids that need to work with me. He sends them to me. And so I am forever thankful for this gift. Uh, And so uh, I I like that, make sure I got a format that I can give it out and help people in large doses, not just the, the remedies and, 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 um, situations I'm able to help my clients and, And close friends and things like that. But I think my experiences and my testimonies and uh, my antidotes are global, uh, are for global consumption. And so I'm doing my best to get it out. Doing my best to get it out. Hopefully, some of these stories on Throwback Thursday, somebody can relate to them. I hope they motivate, I hope they entertain, Um, but I hope they motivate, I hope they inspire, uh, because it just colors where I used to be to where I am now where I used to be to where I am now. And, and again, entrepreneurship, scary, scary, scary. you never know what tomorrow is, you know, you're constantly trying to dictate it by staying on path and working and getting the energy right and all that kind of stuff. But things change in a, a matter of no time, sometimes. So, um, just, you know, just staying in the present, living in the present, uh, and, and having gratitude, uh, is the number one having gratitude as your attitude is, is the is a big big focus, big big focus, big throwback Thursday episode. So thankful to still be here. And we say throwback, that means you know we still here. We get to talk about the past. And there's a lot of people. You know, R.I.P. to all my all my dead homies and and dead family and people who have passed away, uh, people we lost. A, of COVID and everything else, like you know, if you're talking about the past, I mean you're here in the present. So thank the Lord for that. Thank goodness for that. And so while we here, man, what are we gonna do with it? What are we gonna do with it? Are we gonna inspire. You gonna take down. You gonna be scared. What you gonna do? I'm gonna live my time trying to inspire. I'm gonna live my time trying to inspire you. And again, remember, I told you know this this whole conversation on Thursday is about me and my pops. It's about me and my pops, man, and 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 our daily conversation, What I miss, I miss having our conversations on a regular basis. Calling them up, literally the first call I get in the morning after the kids, I put the kid, you know, take the kids to school or my wife go to work, and you know, all this kind of stuff. My dad would know exactly when to call. I get a call, hello, hey, what up, old man? That's what he would call me, old man. I would never call my dad that, but he would call me old man, and, and then we would start talking and. 2 3 hours later I okay dad I got to get out here and go pick up the kids. <laughs> I got to make breakfast. I got to you know whatever the case is and we did everything together man. Like like you know it was just it's just an unbelievable um connection that I, I feel like I still have with him on the other side. And with my my dad's birthday being June 4th uh and it just passed up I had an emotional week. Really, really emotional week where um, it seems like every time that week come around, I just get in a funk and I'm just sad and I'm just mad and you know throwback this throwback Thursday on the Hayes Hustle Podcast and it's so hard reliving um, some of these moments. But this one right here, I don't, I don't know, I don't know when you when you lose your pops, man. I don't you know, or your parent. You know, I still got. You know, I still got my mother still alive. I don't have a real relationship with her. Um, It seemed like that was broken during the time I was a youth, really. Um, But my relationship with my father seemed like it's, it's, it's even stronger now that he's gone because I feel like I need to live up to the legacy that, you know, that he taught me all the shit that he taught me all the knowledge that he poured into me all the time that he poured in me um it's just so for me it's so important that i represent who he is and so the meaning my meaning has become so much different now that he's gone is to leave a legacy and leave my little brother um and leave my kids and 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 make a market, and make our Hayes name stand for something for a long time you know We've had some bad shit associated with our names, too. So my, my, my job was to kind of come along and clean it up. Uh, we, we got a lot of G's, a lot of OG's, it, it, you know, including myself, wasn't always in the right lane. And so for a long time, we got color, we, we got colored a little bit differently. And so my whole thing is making sure I don't let my dad down and make sure they, um, they equate our name with success. With black success, with changing the game, with breaking the cycle, I'm obsessed with that. That's what I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with changing that dynamic, changing the not not the way they view us, the way we view ourselves, the way my family view ourselves as, you know, that that's that's how I that's what I want to focus on. I don't give a fuck about how they view us. I I, I care about how we view ourselves. That is uh, that's major to me. If I can if I can have an effect on that, my kids, my family, same thing I do with other kids. The the way they look at I I can't control the way a scout's gonna look at you, but I can control the way yours. You you know you look at yourself, your self image. It's gonna come by building your self confidence. Okay. We on uh Throwback Thursday on the Hey Social Podcast Storytime. Thank thank you for all our listeners, all our listeners across the world. Uh I, this show is just growing and growing and growing. Getting closer to getting some some sponsors here. Just keep on growing this thing. Keep on telling my truth on here, man. Keep on uh aligning with the world, aligning with um with, with the with the right minds and the right hearts out there. That, you know, if you listen to this podcast, then it must touch you in some kind of way. It must touch you in some kind of way. And if it do, then that's how we're related. That's how we're together. That's where the togetherness comes from. And that's what makes me feel connected. Stay connected. Make sure you're doing things that make you feel connected that are filling you up. That's what I'm here to do. Help fill somebody up today. Somebody, you know what? I, I, I was thinking about this. I, You know, I'm sure... Um. I'm not for everybody. I, they hear the talk, they hear the way I talk. I'm not trying to be anything, no. I I'm really just need an outlet to talk and be me and to be able to, to express myself, to be able to get my truth out, to be able to interview the stuff and the people who I think that's important, that's going to bring you value, um, and educate myself and to keep on learning and to do it in a public type setting, um. Is I think it can be very helpful. I am, I, I, but I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not, not. It's not a facade, man. It's exactly who I am. I really fall in love with exactly who God made me to be. So when you hear me on here, whether I'm cussing, whether whatever I'm saying. I'm not trying to hold anything back. I'm just trying really just to talk the way I talk to my normal peoples to, like, well, you're supposed to be a podcast. I I am. I'm a podcast host. So I'm a real, this is, this This is where it's different at. You don't, I'm not, not had to go to school for work, even though I did do a lot of communications in college. I don't have to go to school for commun- communications or to be a podcast host, to be able to tell you my story, to be able to give you the information that you need. It's all about information. People are leveling up left and right because of the information we, I give information on weight loss Wednesday that I hope they can help people that change people's lives. I hope on, on real talk Tuesdays, when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about recruiting, when we're talking about, you know, testimony Tuesdays and what change like reality things has happened. I hope I'm giving out things that can actually change your life. This is, you know, yes, hopefully it's a little bit of entertaining as I tell the story, but really, this is all real shit. And I'm not really, I don't really have any room for no BS. All of it's real and, um, and all of it's meant to help. All of it's meant to help. So uh, Throwback Thursday, big show, big, big show. Uh Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for tuning in today. Podcast, podcast sponsored by none other than Hayes Sports Performance and Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program. Um uh, those are two of my businesses uh my training business uh hey sports performance proud sponsor uh the hey social podcast uh same thing about our bridge city fathers and mentors program my first non-profit program organization that i've started um and and we're here to bridge the gap between resources and kids that need resources between kid, uh, between fathers and and mentors and, and 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 kids that need fathers and mentors, bridging that gap. Not just talking about it no more. Not just you know saying when they gonna fix it, we gonna fix it. I'm I'm part of the solution. I'm t- that there's two type of people. People say, man, what we need is this. We need more. We need more black men. We need more this. And then there's people say, man, we going finna we finna build this shit. That's me. That's me. So. Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program, proud sponsor. Same thing with Hey Sports Performance. Over 500 kids in college, 300 D1, 200 uh, miscellaneous schools, NIA, NAIA, Division two, II, Division three, JUCO, all over the place, all different sports, males and females uh, alike. It's just been one big family. Uh, and turning potential into performance is what we specialize in. If you need my help, Please log on at various um, platforms. Hayes Hustle Podcast, you can always DM me on Instagram. You can always Instagram. You can always DM me on Instagram at the uh, OTA underscore Team Hayes. Or just give me a holler. 971-400-8351. So yeah, we're getting a big show started, man. I'm going back in the data bank today. Going back. I got a big day today. Work, you know, we got the family's home. My daughter's home from college. That's pretty cool. Love that my daughter's home from college, uh, and the family's all together. So it's, it's time to get things popping. Whenever, whenever, whenever the whole family's back together is on. We getting some brand new puppies. You know, I lost my dog a while back. We getting some brand new puppies. So very, very excited um, to get this going. To get this going. So today, taking me back, I was thinking back in the day, uh, when my cousin was still alive, my cousin, my cousin cowboy, and uh, that's his name is real Tyrone Hayes. But when they they start calling this man cowboy, because he carried two guns, it's a gang life, crazy shit, you know. So, you know, uh, back in the day, I just remember, uh, shit, I got crazy. We was in the, what was we, I don't know, late, late 80s early 90s the city had changed the city had changed a lot of the you know you you know growing up it was all about being outside and sports and you remember just all but people talk about man riding bikes and that's all life was about man riding bikes and i had moved from st louis and had a couple friends and it it was crazy It, it it was it was it was it was great out here right it was great and then i remember um uh, me and me and my friend Bo, me and my friend Bo, we used to kick it every day. He had a, he had a house o- over on Mount. We both live in Crip neighborhood. We, we live in these Crip neighborhoods that were just crazy. The the Crips that came up here from, you know, the first it was all about outside, all this kind of shit. Then all of a sudden, late you know early nineties, late eighties. All these crips start coming up here. All these gang members start coming up. You couldn't walk around the block. We literally. So anyway, my my friend lived on Mallory. Bo lived on Mallory. So we used to be on Mallory block, and we was you know we used to be posted on the porch. You could see the whole setup from there. Everybody, everything moving. D boy houses, you know, regular houses. You know, the old lady down the street, the church down the street. Every, everything was crazy, me and my boy. we could barely walk around the corner without you know some beef or you know some somebody pulling up on us and and because so many crips lived in this neighborhood that just just moved in this neighborhood just this was our neighborhood not long before that, but it turned to a whole crip neighborhood i I remember us being on the porch watching shit like and and some crazy events had happened. I remember this this certain week. this is when I knew life had changed because. We used to have a big ass rose parade. We still do. We have a big rose parade where there's a big carnival downtown. The sailors come in and the girls everywhere, and it's games and all this kind of shit. And my man Bo was coming over to our house. He was coming over to my house, so we can we can go down to the uh, to the to the carnival downtown. We can go down to the deal. Man, he comes over to the crib. Come over to the crib. Well, he was on his way to the house. He came over to the house. He was shook. I opened up the door. I'm like, yo, what's up? What, what's, what's going on, bro? He like, bro, hey, 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 let me in. Hurry, let me in. He come in. I'm like, what's poppin'? He like, yo, some niggas just, <laughs> run, some niggas just got through rolling up. Oh, he told me I had to take, he, he had a, he had some, like some red troops on, right? Like in a red Adidas hat. I think he had, or maybe he had red, I think he had, yeah, I think he has like some red troops back in the day. <laughs> back in the day troops, ain't that funny. Yeah, had like, some red troops on. With a red shoe street, like we that did not know anything about any of this gang shit right now. Like we didn't know how serious it was. At least we thought you had to be in the game to be, you know. We didn't know they identify people like you got a red hat, you got some red shoes, you must be a gang member, like you know. So this nigga's at the bus stop or on his way to my. He on his way to my house, walking on his way to my house, and this nigga stop and say, "Hey man, you gotta take that shit off in this neighborhood." This nigga like, well, I ain't got no other shoes. Like, well, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, he had never seen, he had never heard of shit like this. I don't know what happened. Somehow he got away. He gets to my house. This nigga come in. He shook. I'm like, bro, what, what are you talking about? He like, man, this nigga told me I would take off the shit. Can't be around here no more like that. I'm like, Nigga, what? This is our neighborhood? What you talking about? Dude? He like, da 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 da. It's different now. These niggas said you can't. So we was a little shook. We was like, man, are you serious? So I'm like, we he got a big brother. We called, down, we called niggas up. Like, yo, just so it's, it's, yo son, 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 some shit's going on. These people. I told my dad, and my dad's like, what? So every we don't really know what to think about shit. We don't really know what to think about shit. Shit, has gotta go. The, the town is changing like every day. So we kicking it on Mallory every day. We're just trying to make it to the wing store. Just, 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 you know, just going down memory lane. We like. I don't. I want to say we seventh grade, eighth grade. We would, we would go over to. There was a store that my man Bo, his uncle owned, and it, it was, it was ongoing. And we would we would have to walk about three or four blocks. We go in there. His uncle owned the joints. His uncle would be like, hey, come on in. Y'all give me $5. Y'all gonna have all the wings, all the JoJo's, all the shit. So we would go in there, and grub. Niggas would be, you know, we would leave in high school going to this nigga's store, and eating wings, eating burritos, you know, all that shit they would have. Even like a an Asian owned the store. But it was like one of the only brothers that owned the store. So he I had a store like that. So we love that shit. We would go over there and chill. Man, do you know? Uh we just on our way over there, you had to go you had to go past three or four crib houses, <clears throat> big ass crib houses. And you talking about these niggas was from California. These these were not Portland cats, right? So we be going by and it's like big ass dudes. These niggas had different names. Yo yo, Salt Rock, like you say, like these niggas was these niggas was real deal holy field. Like we go by and, and we, at that point, we understood, all right, ain't you no know, we ain't wearing no red in this neighborhood no more. So, niggas, we was in blue every day. Like, we didn't even give a damn. We understood the neighborhood we lived in. It was, it was you know, it was blue, blue, blue. So, we could be going by, and these niggas would be outside. Like, yo, what's up, cuz? We like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Like... Holy shit, like who is these two? We was terrified at a young age before we actually got indoctrinated and got into it and all this kind of shit. But at first we we didn't know what had hit us. It it was it this shit was crazy. And I, I told about this, the worst thing about it was taking mad athletes out of the neighborhood. Mad athletes didn't want to participate in sports no more. Um, they they wanted to be gang members. They they wanted to sell drugs. They wanted to ride. And We had never really seen these cars that were shaking the block with the music. Right, the boom, boom, boom. I don't know if y'all remember that. When that shit first hit Portland, oh, my God. These niggas would be riding down the street. In particular, there was a blue – cat from Cali had a blue um, uh, El Camino. Oh, my God. He would bang that joint, bro. Hey, I mean, he must have had 15s on the back of it with a tarp, but we couldn't see it. You know, it was all covered. You hear that shit seem like from a mile away. And so everybody like that, that became like the thing. Like you'd be walking down the street, you hear the beat. You're like, oh shit, here these niggas come. like, you know Oh shit. You can hear it from like five, six blocks away. Like, oh my God, what's about to happen now? So anyway, great times. It, it, it was, it was, you know, it was scary, but it was great. And so anyway, it takes me to this one time. There was a, there's a park here. There's a park named Woodlawn Park. At the time, a lot of bloods used to be at the park. Um, this was a blood park, right? And so, but everybody would hang out there. All the girls would hang out there. Everybody. So this one time we goes. I, I'm over at Bo's house and Bo lived. We in neighborhood. We, we'd have to walk about three, four miles, probably two, three miles to get to this, this blood park. They had all the, all the girls. We wanted to get down there with the girls and all the happening. So one of my cousins who RIP, he was a cowboy. He was alive. Um, he was a, he was a, he was a crimp. So he was deep in the gang. I hadn't seen him in a couple. I had, you know, with, but I was with my boys. I wouldn't really own where, where he is. Me and my me and my buddies, me, uh me, I think it was me, my friend Lord, my friend Bo, we all walked down from Bo's house down to the park. It took us about a half hour. We walked down there. Oh shit, it's jumping. Girls everywhere. We walking up back and forth to the store, people walking everywhere. Like it like it felt like you were in California. It feels like you were like, yo, this is crazy. Look at all this shit. This is sunny day. Man, all of a sudden, it felt like a dark cloud came in, like everything was going down, everything was happening, and it looked like a, a scene from colors. if you've seen the movie colors or some type of menace to society well all of a sudden um this this Suzuki Samurai pulls up Suzuki Samurai bumping boom, boom boom, boom boom. I'm like, whoa, same nigga from my neighborhood, crip nigga from my neighborhood. I'm like, oh boy, this is an all blood neighborhood. Now these niggas, and there's a lot of bloods. It was from Portland. They was all from a lot of the niggas was from Portland, and they but it was hundreds of them. They was deep down here, and so we just down there trying to we just trying to blend in, trying to catch some girls, trying to walk around, trying to be into the action, and then all of a sudden we see Suzuki Samurai pull up. And they got crip niggas in there with like blue do rags on their heads, like like real shit. One of my brother-in-law, like, you know, my, my stepbrother, who my dad was with the mom, if they had broke up previously, I hadn't seen this nigga in years. He's in the passenger seat now. This I'm like, wait a minute, that's my bro. Like, what is happening? They stopped. I ain't never seen this shit. They stopped right in the middle of the blood neighborhood. Right in the middle of Blood Park. They parks. They parked the park the Suzuki. The, the Suzuki is full of Crips. They get out the Suzuki. The the nigga who driving the car's name is Salt Rock. This nigga got a pit bull. The pit bull bigger than a motherfucker. Like, like he'll eat everybody in the park up. Like he'll eat them motherfuckers. And he's they walking around they they daring anybody to say something to him. Nigga, everything changed this that we was like, what is going on? We thought these niggas were gonna get murdered, like okay, well they 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 did. They'll they'll never come back again. No 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 they can't start walking around and it was like uh it, it was like out of a movie scene. Holy shit, holy shit, it was like out of a movie scene, it was crazy. Next thing you know, more more Chris pulled up. Uh and so we had never seen the support. Now I see my cousin. My cousin is now in the group it's all kind of crips up here and they look like they finna go blood against crips whatever happens and then next thing you know um police comes all the crips are on the ground the, the whole park is stopped we feel like we in the middle of south central la and we in portland i did i just didn't even understand what was going on it was unbelievable it was unbelievable um and me and my friends, we were just in disbelief. And my cousin was in there, so I thought he was going to jail forever. So I'm tripping and calling my auntie, like, Oh my God, what's gonna you know what I'm saying? Like, what's happened? Like we walk in from the park, we in disbelief, you know, and, and so that's just kinda like setting the scene, right? Big old is big old beef, whatever. So we, we kind of, we walked home that day. We like, man, this shit was crazy. This is the world, like Portland's getting crazy. This, this is like overnight. Literally, it was like we was out playing in parks, making gimps, Niggas was acting there, playing in the pool. Nobody cared. This is all about sports, all about friendship. All of a sudden, you hated your friends. This was gang life all day long. It was unbelievable. So I remember this night. Uh, that, that day was over. So I, I goes home that night. This the weekend. We We go home. And me and my dad, we live in this duplex off a commercial in Blandina. We live in this duplex and all of a sudden you just hear pop, 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 pop. It's at nighttime. My dad's like, get down, get down, get down. We get down, shooting everywhere, shooting everywhere. Next thing I know, there's a knock at our back patio, oh shit, like, you know, and we live right in the thick of gangland, so my dad's like, you know, my dad go get his gun, I'm like, oh shit, yo, this is not good, like, what is about to go down, it's my cousin Cal, my cousin Cal, he comes in the house, my dad let him in, like, yo, what's up, he like, my cousin, like, yo, they trying to kill me, so today. was after my cousin, they, they shooting after my cousin, I'm like, what is it? We we in Crip neighborhood. My cousins are cribs. I I don't understand what's going on. I guess somebody came over, start trying to shoot up the house, the crib house they was at, the Kirby house, and all this kind of shit. So they was just, they had found they had they was following him and followed him to our house. So now they outside of our house, I'm trying to get him, and he locked up in the house and my dad and him are going to shoot their way out and nigga I am terrified. <laughs> like what? What is going? This is this is not my life, God. What is going on? But uh I don't know how my dad worked this way out. I, I, I think they end up calling some more dudes from the neighborhood and, and they came over and surrounded the other dudes and and they got real nasty and, and nobody died or nothing like that. But uh it was a lot of shooting and a lot of but uh, you could understand like you're just going from a regular life. We had never seen any of that stuff. Never. I, I, I had actually seen it, and but I thought Oregon was rid of that stuff, so I thought we were good. I had no idea that it was coming like that. And and I think that started shaking me because I, you couldn't just focus on sports anymore. You know, you just couldn't focus on sports anymore. You had to, focus, what, what am I wearing? Our colors at our school was red and black. We all live in a uh, crib neighborhood. So, if I was game day, you're supposed to wear your jersey. You damn near get shot on game day wearing the damn jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real talk. Like, shit, I was terrified. It just really put us in a different era back then that that I, I, I hate that we lost so many great athletes and so many, you know, potential uh just great kids that lost their lives following that bullshit and uh, throw I'm not trying to glorify any of that stuff. I'm just throwing back to a time where, you know, it, it really was kind of a lost time where um, the athletes, the, the strong male, I think it was something that, you know, for those strong black males, man, they identify with that power and and that shit. And it just really derailed us for a long time. Uh, and so I just, just happy to be off of that road. I'm just happy, but I, I like, you know, there are certain stories with my cousin that, you know, he came in that night and they literally, him and my dad, they literally was out there shooting, like getting people packed, backing people to fuck up off our house. And then next thing I know, a couple more people came from down the block and chased dudes away. But then I was terrified. Somebody else was going to come to our house for the rest of that my, rest of my life. I was thinking somebody was going to come back and kill us. Like it was, you know, that kind of trauma and stress we live, we live with that regularly regularly our whole families like and not just me like all a lot of black kids a lot of black people that you don't understand and i'm just you know how can you expect your kids to grow up and 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 get the full potential out of themselves when they are petrified to leave the fucking house or you know to live so uh let's now that we know better let's do better right that's what i'm really all about this is a throwback thursday on the Hey Social podcast, talk about gang life, gang days, you know. And this ain't really gang days for me. This is just that neighborhood, just, you know, just the environment. You know, you're a product of your environment. And to be able to grow, you like being able to be a rose and growing in concrete, uh, is how I felt sometimes. And sometimes that's what it takes. So if you're in that situation, I'm identifying with you, you're identifying with me. That's what it's all about, is being able to grow sometime when there is no soil, when there is no water. Uh, because as long as the sun come up, baby, look, as long as we got another day, that's all we need, right? So, so sometimes you gotta take that and, and run with it, and that's what Throwback Thursday is about. We're not glorifying; we're just glorifying the fact that we still here. That we lived through that bullshit and we still here. Uh, it took that that life took my cousin. Uh, all that shit ended up taking my cousin in the end, and and so that life either leads to jail or or, or prison. I mean, it's a jail or death. So uh, I say that with the end on that fact of if you're living that life, man, start making your way out. Start, start getting your get out plan and, and get your way out and, and get some of this real life. Get some of this real life. Get out of that life. There's still a lot of brothers and sisters in gangs and, and that's, that's their supplemental families and shit like that. And since I was there, I'm telling you, if you're, still, if you're still there, if you're still trapping, if you're still in that gang life and, you know, um, trying to start making another circle a circle that won't lead to death, to death or jail, okay? Just talking to all my real people out there, man. I'm missing my cousin today. I'm missing my pops today. Throwback Thursday on the Hayes Hustle Podcast brought to you by the Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program and Hayes Sports Performance. Uh, It's been fantastic going back down memory lane. Just remember, I was actually talking to my my buddy Bo and we was talking about this story the other day. So it just reminded me and and so it was fresh in my mind. So I'm going to give that out today. But if you're living that life and you need to change your life, change it immediately, man. Make a change for the best. Influence somebody else. Forget about the rest. This about you, not about everybody else. You got to start with you. The change starts with you. Okay, let's get brand new. This is Coach Hayes on the Hayes Social Podcast. I'm signing out for the day. Hopefully, you're with us tomorrow on Fatherhood Friday. Let's get busy. Enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Coach Hayes, and I'm out.